Grasher Kyle Bush didn't make any news today, hoping to kind of stay out of the public's ear, eye, other than winning freaking races like the Daytona 500, right? Well, obviously that's on the bucket list. And he wasn't really completely happy, at least, with the way he ended 2012. So when we caught up with him this week, Kenny just asked him if other racing business maybe was getting in the way, or could it just be a break from the stress of driving? Some drivers that I talk to, I say, look, man, how can you concentrate on running a full-time cup schedule and then manage a nationwide team or a NASCAR truck team? They say, that's my release. How is it for you, Kyle Busch? That's pretty much my quote, probably, but uh, no, it's fun. You know, it's exciting to be back and in the truck series again this year, running some races there, having some fun with the Kyle Busch Motorsports boys. And of course, uh, you know, we got Joey Coulter and Daryl Wallace Jr. going for the championship and rookie of the year in that series. And so it's going to be fun to see those guys and race against those guys, see if we can't, you know, help their talent level out and uh, prosper them into nationwide guys here in a couple of years. Can you explain that to me a little bit, Kyle, how it is a release for you? Do you, are you, do you actually enjoy it? when you're doing it yeah i mean it's a little bit more laid back um you know i mean even the atmosphere in the garage area and stuff like that's a lot more laid back you know when you're in the cup series you just kind of feel all the pressure you see all the sponsors you see all the pr people running everywhere and all that stuff so it's just uh media people as well too and you know the truck series of course doesn't quite get the attention that the cup series does and so uh for me it's it's more like a going back local short track racing kind of how you grow up and uh but you're still doing it on one of the big three we're such big fans of of the racing. For one, it's shorter, and it's just balls out for, you know, 100 laps, 150 laps. Do you enjoy that as a driver or as a team owner? Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's pretty cool that you're, you know, we're able to run those races. They are shorter races, and, you know, even through much of the springtime and, and fall time, you know, we don't even run cool boxes in the trucks or anything like that because the races are so short. So, you know, it's just it's neat racing. You know, the trucks always put on a great show. I think they're one of the best in NASCAR. And, uh, you know, they've done a lot of things with the trucks that are now mimicked on the, on the cup side with the cars and everything with the splitters and, ha- and what have you. So, you know, it's always a good show. Kyle Bush here in the Speed Freaks pits. And, Kyle, you mentioned a little bit earlier about, oh, the cup side, you got the PR people and the marketing people running all around. I mean, here it is. The circus is starting again. Are you ready for it? Yeah, yeah, we're ready for it. You know, it was um, sort of a dismal 2012 for us and our team, unfortunately, missing the chase there. So uh, the last 10 weeks went went pretty good for us, though. We had probably the strongest chase we've ever had, except we weren't in it. And, uh, you know, so now this year we just try to start over and, you know, get through the first 26 races with uh, good things happening and put ourselves in position to make the chase and try to repeat our performance, uh, you know, there in the final 10 and hope that it's good enough come Homestead that you win a championship. And, Kyle, we completely get aggression and everything on the racetrack. I mean, this is, in my opinion, the most, well, one, I don't want to use the word violent, but one of the most aggressive sports out there. Football players can kiss my ass. And what goes on on the track, it's just completely different. But I got to say, you got a hot honey to go home to. Sometimes, no, he does, Kenny. Sometimes, okay, if the race doesn't go the way that you planned, can't you just kind of flip off the media and say, look at my wife. I'm still going to have a great night. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's Tom Brady saying, you know, it doesn't matter if I win, it doesn't matter if I lose, look who I go home to. So right. uh, I certainly have that going my way as well, too, of course, with Samantha. So that's, that's good for me, of course. Well, and Kyle, use that. Don't go bonzo on the, uh, you know, on the press, you know, when you have a bad day. Just say, look, look, baby, look what I got, man. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's all good until you have too many of those in a row that then you're <laughs> looking for a job. So you've, you've got to make sure that, 
it all comes together. I mean, the biggest frustration is, you know, we, we all know how this sport is, and obviously I just signed a new deal, but, you know, you always feel like you're on the tip of your toes and, and looking behind you because there's new up-and-coming drivers that are coming each and every day, and so you always got to know that, you know, there is some day that you're not going to be around much longer being able to race these cars, so... Although I'm still 27 and I've got plenty of opportunity in front of me, I've always had that mentality that you've got to be good at what you do in order to keep good at what you're doing. So that's sort of been my philosophy, and that's why I never want to give it up and never want to be a field filler or never want to be a guy riding around just collecting a paycheck. I'm out there to be racing for wins and to be keeping a job. No, and that's that's why you're keeping a job, because of your passion, and that, that really matters. And you've got to feel good about the new deal that you just signed because – there does give you some comfort for several more years. Yeah, yeah, it's a multi-year deal, and uh, it's really exciting. I'm so proud of, of Joe and everybody that's at Joe Gibbs Racing and all the work that they've done this winter. Joe spent a lot of his own money this winter in, in producing some new cars and some new chassis and things like that. And instead of just, you know, rebodying our old cars, you know, we, we pushed that fleet to the side, and actually most of those cars went to the Nationwide building. So uh, we had to completely start over and build some new cars, which is, Exciting for Denny, myself, and Matt that uh, we get that chance to go out there and, um, you know, racing some new stuff, and uh, it's pristine and it's ready to go. The guys have really concentrated hard on putting things together correctly and, and making sure that we're ready to go here. Kyle Bush joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits, and Kyle, you talk about Matt Kenseth. I want to hear from you, and or I want to hear from Denny. They talk about how Matt Kenseth can be a cooling side to two fiery drivers like yourself and Denny Hamlin. I want to hear it from you, what Matt Kenseth, brings to Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin? Well, I think the biggest thing Matt brings is, uh, you know, experience. I mean, Matt's been around here for 14 years or something like that, so he's he's been here a while, and I wouldn't call him a young guy, but he's still, you know, he seems like he's got a lot of years left in him, so he's a great teammate. I, I've I've pretty much raced him on the racetrack for the past nine years that I've been in the series as a teammate. He and I get along really, really well. We've never had any issues, and so I'm looking forward to being able to work more together with him, maybe at restrictor plate tracks and other places, but just being able to get his mindset on how he goes about things sometimes. And, you know, he's always a championship contender. He's always running up front. Uh, he always makes it down towards the end of the year and seems to be putting himself in the right positions at the right times. And he's a two-time Daytona 500 champion in the last four years, so... Maybe I can learn a little bit more from him about trying to win this big race come Sunday. That's true, Kyle. Matt Kenseth is a closer, and you've had trouble closing out a season, whether it's making the chase or winning the championship. Does that help you with Matt and being known as a closer? Can you pick some things from him on showing you how to close the deal? Yeah, that's that's for sure. You know, I think, um, you know, last year I was a hell of a closer. I just wasn't in the game. So, um, you know, we, we've got to change that this year. But um, like I said, I mean, Matt's just one of those guys. He's... Um, He's fun to talk to. He's easy to talk to. And he and I grew up with the exact same background and everything. So, um, you know, when my brother and he were teammates in the Roush days, he, you know, he, he was always really cool with Kurt and everything. And so I was kind of brought into that relationship a little bit. And I'm just looking forward to working with him now as a teammate. You know, you talk about Matt Kenseth having, you know, he's been here 14 years. And then you drop in there, you know, my last nine years in the series. Dude, wow. you've got some experience on your side as well. What can you learn from yourself about Okay, closing, okay, just typical race ethics, I guess, just from yourself in the past. How can you change maybe some stuff you do on the track from your learning? Well, a lot of things happen throughout a season. I mean, there are so many things that have to go correct in order to get yourself, A, a win, and B, in the chase, and then C, a championship. And, you know, last year we, we just did not have any racing lucks. The, the, the racing gods were not on our side whatsoever, and so... 
Um, you know, we've been praying to him an awful lot here this winter and, and trying to make sure that uh, we can do the best that we can as, as people that uh, we get rewarded somehow on the racetrack. And, you know, the, the thing with all that is, is you've got to be good. You've got to have a good crew chief making the right calls. And But the third most important part there's, is you've got to have some luck. Like I said, I mean, we had three engine failures in a row. I had a brake rotor explode at Pocono that put us out. I can't remember what else we had. We had all kinds of stupid stuff. We had a shock brake on us at Kentucky. Other things that happened, you know, um, right front shock mounts breaking in practice and things and, you know, just stuff like that that happened to us last year. And it didn't happen to any of our teammates. So uh, it's frustrating to go through a year like that. But uh, you try to do your best with your people and getting them to work around the issues and solve those problems so you don't see them again. All right, KB, good luck to you this weekend and, of course, for the big one, Daytona 500, my friend. Just match up those bumpers and get it done. You got it, bud. Sounds great. Kyle Bush joining us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. And Statman, maybe six months from now, I'd like to get him back on the phone to see if he still has that same attitude. I mean, again, hope springs eternal. Everybody is 0-0 zero and zero right now in, in baseball and in NASCAR. Yeah, right, exactly. I was going to say the same thing in spring training. Everybody uh-huh. talks about getting to the World Series. Yeah. And then they pitch, make the play ball, and everything <laughs> changes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Statman Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Kyle Bush was in here. Dale Earnhardt Jr. was in here. Danica Patrick was here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Crasher? No, I was just saying, we were talking about baseball and NASCAR. Everybody's on 0-0 zero, zero ground right now. And, yeah, it's going to get time in NASCAR where somebody has to give someone else the sup look. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, exactly. Sup. Talk about... Angels pitcher C.J. Wilson, who yeah. we interviewed a couple weeks ago, talking about that sup look with Derek Jeter. 